Good evening, everyone, or good afternoon, or look, good morning. I don't know where you're coming in from here. So this is this is our last Sunday night teacher talk of this season, of this school year, right? So which is, this is six, this is number six. And then we did a whole other show before this on Sunday. So mm. I feel like I have a bug on me and I don't know if I do. You know that feeling. That I don't see a bug someone on, on here. Maybe you start feeling you got a bug on <laughs> your so this is our this is our last one, and uh, then we're going to take off for a month, about five weeks. We'll be back right after Fourth of July, right in time for folks that are like getting ready to go back to school. So some of you already been on break for a minute. Some of you are getting ready to go on summer break on on, on break, uh, and then there's some of you that are in Australia that are just starting out the, the school year. It was funny. I saw Hamish had like a flannel on and a jacket and i'm like i, I always forget yeah. that like australia southern hemisphere is is opposite of us so um before we kind of jump into it like if you have a question please go ahead and put it in the chat if you're new here and you have um a question know that people in the chat are going to answer you back as well but you know i'm just thinking you know, oh first let me call it the elephant in the room too we have a new setup coming next season. So when, you, when we come back in July, we have a whole new setup. My wife and I are both going to be on camera. We're, we bought chairs to do this with, but they when we're in them, they are very squeaky. If you can hear the chairs, and I'm going to let you hear it now so you know what you're listening for. <laughs> if you can hear that a lot, I don't want these chairs. So, so if you let can us just know. let us know in the comment section because I don't want to get chairs and then someone's listening to this on their way to school. And it's like the loudest thing. I'll tell you, um, when Lewis Howes interviews people on School of Greatness, he breathes so loud. Like in oh. between, like someone's talking and he's just like, you just hear like. See, that's why I wouldn't want so more of my microphone like that close to me. I'm what like, if Lewis, I'm a, what if I'm a heavy breather? I'm not saying and I didn't know breath, until bro. then. I'm yeah, just no. saying back up a little bit so we can't like <laughs> it's driving me crazy. I wonder if anybody posts in his comments about that. I, I they got it. It's like, bro, you're being a mouth breather. You gotta chill. <laughs> so we don't want to be the squeaky chair people. So be a good friend. Let us know if you if you hear these things like throughout, like let me know because I don't want it to be. I don't want annoying. to be annoying. Um, the so here's what I'm thinking about going into the summer. I was at a mastermind a couple weeks ago down in Atlanta, and I one of the things that was talked about was this idea of sharpening your axe and how we need time to do nothing. That, as a matter of fact, and this is something I'm going to be teaching over the summer is it, like in depth is we need to create so. Teachers are innately creative people. Even if you don't think of yourself as particularly creative, you are creative if you're an educator. You have to be. You have to create something from nothing. You have to create fun. You have to create um, relevancy in, in some of the lessons that you're, you have to connect them to something relevant, which is sometimes easier said than done. But it is to do that, you have to create, you have to create a time where there's nothing to do so you can just sharpen your own acts. You can get smarter. You can get better. You're listening to podcasts. You're reading books. You're drawing. You're just thinking. But you're not like 
you know, and this is, this is, I won't say it's an argument. It's a point of conversation in our class or in our house of like, if you're just cleaning the bathroom, does that count as nothing and give you this space and time to think about something? Hmm, I wonder who says that one. I would argue that this is not the time to do that. <laughs> However, when I am mowing the lawn, um, I have this See? little tiny baby lawn. I do, but I think it's different when you're not. In house. And look, same. when you even look at, no, and, and here's why I would argue that. We can have meetings in the house and we have them <laughs> regularly. When we go out and have a meeting, dude, they're so productive. That man. is true. There's a lot of distractions. Yeah. Here. And just little things. Like even if it's madness in front of the house and you just want to like look out and see what's going on out there. So I'm really trying to think of, and I, I think this is something worth kind of thinking about for anyone checking this out today too, is that how are you going to sharpen your own ax over the summer? Things aren't always going to get better in education. Sometimes you got to get better to be able to handle the things that you've been given. And so, especially for those of you that are just starting out in education, um, it is, how do I want to put this? It is crucial that you become the person that can do the work you've been asked to do and that you want to do. We're not always there yet. Not everyone is always at the level to be able to handle that. It's not just that the teachers you're watching are better with their just their pedagogy. It's they're better at handling things in life. And so because what you don't want to do is just be a good teacher and not live a great life as well. And so that's something we're going to we're looking forward to, like creating content over the summer and really, really talking about, too, is this idea of like want work life balance. Then you have to be really good at life and education. So. Well, that goes really perfect into Linda's question, perfect. which is, uh, what are your plans for the summer? So this, I'll tell you, Linda, this is a great question because my plans have changed drastically um, since leaving the classroom because summer is our on time. So although we're not going to be on Sunday Night Teacher Talk in June, that is because we are going to be working our faces off in June and July and August. And so the time of the year that I was, I have kind of been programmed, like not only as an educator, but like my whole life, right? Like when you're younger, you just have off in the summer in college, you have off in the summer um, to some degree as a teacher, to some degree you have off in the summer, even though I usually just work a lot of jobs, but still uh, now it's the push because we have so much great stuff happening in, in July. So all year I've been kind of talking about things that are coming, talking about things that are coming. Look, it, it feels a little bit like Game of Thrones. It's like uh, winter's coming, but everyone's going, when? Um, but <laughs> I, it, it, I, it makes me want to go soon. Yeah, which yeah, then yeah. makes me laugh because yeah. we're watching The Chosen. The Chosen and, and in The Chosen. Soon all the time. Soon all the time, yes. So <laughs> it's this idea. Let me get in the center of this picture. It's a little tricky because we are doing so much. So my plan is the summers to get up earlier than ever, really get my work in during the day so that I can spend my like late afternoon, early evening with just family stuff. Um, we are, I don't know that we have, I don't know what we even have planned. I think it's just to be intentional about spending time with each other. A really interesting thing with our kids is they really love us and they like want to spend so and much we don't time say that. with that's, us. That's, wait, that's not a humble brag or a flex. That's like a. I like, oh, can't believe it. I yeah. never expected to like have those kids that did that. That wasn't my like upbringing. That us. wasn't cultivated in our lives. 
or any of our friends, like we were all just typical teenagers. Right. And so we have children who really love us. And I, that isn't a humble brag. It's really, I'm just kind of shocked at it. And so they love spending a lot of time with us. And so we are intentional about that sort of stuff. And so I think we're going to do just a lot of like day trips. There's like tons of stuff to do around here. We live in a great area for that. All our kids want to do now is escape rooms. We took them to an escape room maybe a month ago and they loved it. And we won. And they thought that was so great. They just want to do them all the time. But they're like $100 to do an escape room. Yes. A little for an hour. <laughs> uh, are you ready for your next question? I am. Your, your laptop is not plugged in, dude. I don't oh, know yeah. what the deal is. But I just want you to know. Okay. Let's fix that while we do a question at the same time. Oh, go ahead. I'm uh, fixing it. <laughs> awesome. Linda is asking again. She's asking, um, where do you see yourself in five to 10 years? Can you answer that? Can I do it? I see myself not under this table. Um, <laughs> that's a great question. Uh, where would I like to see myself? Um, it would be, I think, doing what I'm doing now, ultimately. Um, here's here's what I know. Sometimes I feel like God shows me the next season. I don't always get to see the seasons after that. What I would like to be doing with my family is not living in the city anymore, living somewhere with a little bit more room so I could have my dogs outside. And because we eat a lot of eggs and I want to raise chicken so I can uh, lessen that factor, uh, <laughs> lessen the cost factor. I want to uh, have a business that is a blessing to those that are a part of what we're doing. I want to build in the an insane amount of content for educators, but I want to build out a program that is going to really be able to help educators and not um, that's something that we can sell to schools and to districts. So it's not just something that teachers are paying for. I really am trying to get away as much as possible to the, to the teacher paying model. If I can Um, doing a lot more speaking, but not a ton. It is constantly with my ear to what the educators need so that we can create pathways and pipelines to help people be who they are called to be, who they want to be, who they, the teacher that they dreamed of being and really having an effect on the state of education by doing that, by helping to reintroduce wonder and fun and excitement into education by creating classrooms that students want to be in. And so it's really trying to do some of that stuff. And then I think our next step, do we talk about this? YouTube stuff? Um, yeah. I'm gonna, I'll drop it on here. I'm not going to go into it at depth, but you know, it's summertime um, and there's not a million people on. It is really kind of beginning to think about and create something that is going to, so if other educators want to do this, if they want to, do live streams and videos and speak and write books and all that kind of stuff. I also another book too uh, within the next year. Um, so I think in the fall, I'm going to, I'm getting ideas now. I'm going to start writing my next book. Um, but we want to create a platform where educators can do this because I know what Home Depot pays working all weekend. And some people love that. It is such a, it's such a difference from what you're doing in school and that it can be a reprieve just like mm. being a waitress, being uh, working construction in the summer, people want to do that. If folks have, if they feel a calling to do this work, 
we want to, we want to create a platform that's going to show you exactly how we did it. And we didn't, and what everything we did, nothing came easy. Um, there's no other old dudes on YouTube. So I feel like ours was super grassroots, like pull it up out of the mud. But if, if when this pays off the way that I know it's going to pay off, I want to show other people how to do it. So that's what I think is yeah. next. That'll be and that could just part. be one thing. It doesn't mean I have to do YouTube. It's like, how do we get a book deal? How do we write a book? How do we create a podcast? There's a lot that we... we learned that we didn't anticipate to go into all this. Like Facts. we didn't anticipate a business like this. We didn't anticipate to do any of it. Mm -hmm. um, it kind of just grew into something beautiful, which is we're really, Facts. that's a blessing. Um, okay, let's take another question. Maisha's up next. Asking, oh, what's up, buddy? I'm so glad that she can come. She loves working. She works at Office Depot and loves it. Like that idea of doing yeah. something completely the opposite is. Dude, there's days where we're that. in Home Depot and I'm like, I, swear I know. Like, I remember you saying like, I wish I could work like just the most easiest customer service job ever. Not just easy. People come into Home Depot because they have a problem. I have the answer. They want to listen to me. It is the opposite of school. No. Right? <laughs> so, it's like. It's like, you need copies made? I got you. Yeah. What kind of pen should you get? I've got the answer. Like, <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, well, Maisha is asking, since Sunday Night Teacher Talk will be on a hiatus, will you be participating in other podcasts during this time off? Two, two answers to this. One, it will be on hiatus. I haven't talked to my wife about this yet, which usually gets me <sighs> in trouble for stuff because um, it, it's a joint activity that we're doing here. I'm thinking about creating some kind of like, uh, like best of um, Sunday Night Teacher Talk for the next few weeks, maybe potentially doing something like that. We'll talk about it. Uh, other than that, yes, I will be on a, hopefully a bunch of podcasts coming up. There are I'm a bunch that I have that are like in the can also. I just did one. Um, Michael on here put me onto this, the Fit Father Project, uh, which was a way way big departure from what I usually talk about. It was really fun to do. Um, Cause he really asked you education related questions. Like he did, ones, but it like... was like, it's basically, some, it's usually something that's on fitness, but that hasn't even dropped yet. Yeah. So that'll be a fun one. Yeah. I'm working on that now. Um, oh gosh. I was listening to you and not looking for a question. That's fine. Okay. Dawn is up next asking when you were teaching, did you keep teaching uh, wake times the same during the summer and why? No. Uh, I did not. And here's why, because I'm even learning now, Dawn, I'm actually, uh, maybe I'll take a ride to go get this today. I didn't need to sleep as much when I was younger and the older I've gotten, the more sleep I've needed. And so this year I've made it uh, a non-negotiable that I get seven hours of sleep a night. So if I have to get up very, very early, it means sometimes I have to go to bed very, very early. If I have to, if I can get up a little later, like this morning, I did not wake up till 930 in the morning. And I would have probably slept much later than that because I was knocked out. It has been a busy few weeks here. And so... I was, man, I was exhausted and I've been exercising a lot more and I started swimming and that is, oh man, it is making me tired. So the, so I didn't, because I, what I wanted to do was I didn't stay up later. Um, I, I really try the summer has this, here's my thing for me, nothing good happens after 9 PM by and large, right? I'm not, I don't, I don't go out at night with friends. I go out certain days of the week with friends. If I do that, I 
would I get I'm far more productive in the morning than I am in the evening. So if I start going to bed late, all I'm doing is watching TV and I'm watching dumb stuff. Like you fell asleep last night on the couch and you wake up and what am I watching? I'm either watching people cutting lawns or I'll tell you, here's a weird thing I watch. And I, someone out there watches this. I think this is so when gross. When they re-put new horseshoes on horses. I don't know why this is the most satisfying like <laughs> ASMR thing that I could watch, but it is, it is, does it for me. So I'm, I just end up watching nonsense and then I end up staying up too late. Or you eat like snacks. Yeah, I end up eating like too Nutty much garbage buddies. and stuff, or I drink too much, or whatever. Like it's like, oh, I'm just sitting here drinking wine for three hours. So it's like, if I just go to bed on time, then I wake up whenever I I sleep as late as I need to. But then I'm typically still tired by that time. So yeah, it's I, it's like a it's a trap that I don't want to fall into. Is it's mm. nothing good comes out of it. All right, next up is. Um, I passed fire, but Lori uh, has a question, I think. Hit she it. forgot to put a cue. Um, I was just told someone else will be taking my position. We have a week and a half left in this year. How am I supposed to feel about this? Feeling worthless. So, Lori, I think... Gosh. I'm sorry that happened to you. I am sorry, too. That is... It's difficult on a number of levels because you... By this time of the school year, you're just like you have something to hold on to and, and to think that you're coming back to and, and all of the feelings of like being comfortable with that. And, you know, I, I, it's really disappointing. Um, if, especially that someone wouldn't have given you the heads up earlier. Uh, I just, I think what you do with this is what do you, what are you choosing to do with this? Right. And so when you are slighted, when you are um, disrespected, when something happens like that, I really, and I hate, I, I hate this answer as much believing it as much as I hate saying it, but I, it's the only thing that's ever been true for me is I decide how I'm going to feel about this. I decide where I'm going to like, what's coming next. What is the blessing that is coming my way? How can I be open to what's going on. And if I can't do that, then I need to work on me to get to a place where, um, where I feel better about that. So that, that is what, that's the only kind of advice I can give. Cause look, I'll tell you, I've been, I've been, I've had business interactions with people where I have been, whoo man, dogged. Like I, I'm not even talk numbers, but I have lost a lot of money. I've lost faith in people. I have been thrown under the, I've had really like some bad business interactions with, with individuals, but I'll say this, it made me do business better the best. The next time it made me look out for what I was doing. It made me think there's gotta be a contract in place. There needs to be uh, a mediator or there needs to be like, my lawyer has to be involved in certain things. Um, that a handshake and a smile is just not going to do it all the time. And so the, so it made, it made me build me. I couldn't change the people. I couldn't change the situation, but I can change me and I can decide how I'm going to choose to look at it because no one gets to decide whether or not I have peace in my life. I decide whether or not I'm going to have peace. So um, I would look at it as an opportunity to, to work on something. You know, this doesn't exactly go along with this, but I heard somebody say the other day, I was watching, um, 
I forget where I, I consume so much stuff. Sometimes I forget where I found stuff. And I, we didn't talk about this yet. They, someone said, how do you deal with haters? And the guy goes, mm. oh man, I love haters. And I'm like, dude, come on, I come on. It's answer. like when, when. Well, my, that's what Gary Vee said to me. I asked him when we went, that was my one question. Yeah. Something along those lines. And he was like, oh, I love it. Or how do you not hate the process or something? Yeah. Like something about longevity or just having to deal with, with things. And yeah. uh, he, he was like, no, I love it. And I'm like, oh, I don't like that answer. But Gary's <laughs> answer was different. Here's what this person said. Oh. The, like, Gary, I remember Gary saying that. Mm -hmm. I remember his why. It, like, that fuels him. Yeah, yeah. This person said, because it, it makes me, if they say something about anything about you, you talk too fast, you don't give other people a chance to talk, you, um, your classroom's too loud, you are, whatever it is, the... He said, haters will tell you what you're not good at. And sometimes they're right, right? Sometimes mm. someone dogs you and they're right. And you go, thank ooh, you very ooh, that's much. That's a tricky one. Oh, I thank like Thank you that's very much really for the one. insight. Yeah, yeah. Because now I'm going to learn from that and mm. I'm going to win even more. Yeah, that's And I thought, awesome. oh, that's, yeah, a that's a hard a one. pill to swallow because they it don't is. say it nice. But, it's not like constructive criticism. No, no, they're right? al it's always mean and, and very rude, yeah. but it's actually a good one. It's a way to just take ownership of it and not get hurt by it so yeah. much. It's, I like that shift. So That's it's like a, it, but it makes you go, am I not good at that? But you yeah, have yeah. to know, right? We have to know as individuals, and this comes with sharpening your own acts. What is this going to give me an opportunity to get better at? And knowing you can get better at anything as long as you focus your attention on, you can literally like, are you gonna be the best in the world? No, but you can literally get better at anything if you try to do it and have, make a concerted effort to do it. And yeah, but go back into the importance of like resting too, to be yeah. able to do all of that. Like yeah, teachers are done now and they're exhausted. Like I remember when you, you haven't been in a classroom this year, not saying that you forgot or anything, but like, I remember very vividly your exhaustion. I still as feel a, that. I'm going to tell you what, I, I think it's like a, it's I, I think it's ingrained like a, in your body. Yeah, I, it's 17 it's in years like my like, DNA now. Yeah. Like I'm like, Oh gosh, I'm so excited. Like even th this is the last one that we're doing for the season. I'm like, I feel like, like there's a little bit of relief, even though it takes no effort. No. And, like I, I love doing it's it. Just something off it. our schedule. It's just really. like a, um, but I, but it also, um, yeah. So let me, let but me I just, so I think it's the importance of like reminding educators, like, yeah, we, you know, you need to rest too. Yeah. It's important to do that yep. side. Um, we, I don't think we have any questions right now. Cool. So look, um, I am curious, what are, you know, what are things that you all do in the summer that are life-giving to you, right? I'm just, I'm curious what that would be. Um, and then I also want to, I want to, I would like to, I'm going to do it as soon as we're done. I'm going to go in the Facebook group um, and put... I'll put a post in there. That's only going to be something that everyone's going to understand on here. Um, so I'll say like, if you were a part of the Sunday teacher talk, then you know what I'm talking about. Um, leave me a comment below. And then what I would like to know is if you're new to the classroom this year, or if you know someone that's going to be new to the classroom this year, I would like to, I'm going to give away a couple of books. Um, so if you, as soon as this, as soon as we're done today, 
go over into our Facebook group, Real Rap with Reynolds Sea Chalk. If you're not a part of it already, you can just go. There's like three simple questions you have to answer. That's just a way for us to vet people to make sure that you're actually either an educator or would be educator, like a like you're going to soon be an educator someday, um, and that you're not a company or something like that. And then I just answer to the post, and then I'll hit you up with a with a message on Facebook because I want to give away a few books. And I'm going to do that probably tonight when I sit down to watch TV around nine, nine o'clock. Did you ask people what they said that they like yeah. to do? For, yeah, I'm curious. Uh, Lopez said that he mentioned he likes writing letters and sending care packages has always been helpful. And eating scallops and drinking wine. <laughs> no, I love that, John. I love oh, that awesome. giving care packages is a part of your like loving on other people yeah. is like a way to, to fill you back up. Yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah, I'm just curious, like, it's when I really think about it, babe, it's like, it's, it takes some time because sometimes when you're a teacher, you give away so much of yourself that you don't even know what fills you up anymore. You're not sure what, what even does that. So, you know, I feel like moms get like that, you know, like if you, you give so much to your family and the community around you and who, you know, if you have jo- another job, yeah. like all those things, like there's a lot on mom's shoulders um, that it feels exhausting. <laughs> it does. And, and then wh- who am I now? Well, who yeah. am I when I'm not a mom? Yeah. Like, like on a day to day, you need me for everything kind of. A oh, thing. I remember when the kids went back to school for the first time, because I was stay at home mom for the first eight years of our kids' lives. Then when they were in school and I was, by myself, I was like, whoa, what, what do I do now? But like I had like I cleaned the house a lot faster when the kids weren't there. Yeah, like I was really like, quick. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm done. But no, I'm we would done. go out to dinner and we're like 20 minutes later, like, all right, we're done. What now? Like, I know, you right? Wolf that stuff down. Yeah, it, it, it's you know, and it's interesting because when my therapist said that a couple of years ago, he was like, Well, what did you do when you were younger? What did you like doing? Like, start there. Mm. And I thought, oh yeah, I liked like surfing and playing music with people and going rock climbing and traveling. And it's like some of that stuff I can just do now. Um, Myesha said that she's uh, can't wait until our summer break. So she, she said, so I can purge and purge and organize my apartment. Myesha, I love that answer. Cause that's, I, that's so life giving to me is like cleaning things out. Like I'm excited to clean out our basement. Like we need a major basement clean out oh, in our basement. Um, yeah, so you know I, you're I an love. adult when that's like you're stoked. I hate like, that like adulting. Like I'm like no, but I do like doing those things. There's nothing wrong. Yeah, with I always like doing it when I was a kid too. There's something to get things organized. And, I love it. And it feels good. I like in their place. It just you feel like it's it's taking up. There's it no does. mind share that that's taking up now, right? Like that's it's not like nagging you. So I love doing that. So enjoy. Yes. Hey, has anybody heard these chairs? Have you heard us speak yeah, at I'm all? Curious. Because <laughs> when we're sitting next to one another, I feel like there could be more some more potential. If you hear it in the podcast too, drop me a line, shoot me an email or something like that. Mm. So Heather in the comments um said she goes, I need ideas as I haven't had a chance. Um because I haven't I have been a caretaker for my partner who has had two amputations this year and I'm still taking care of him. Oh, that's that's a lot, Heather. Um, I think try anything. Like try, 
you have to try anything that you can within your scope of like what you have available to you. You know, if you're a caretaker, there's only certain pockets of time, but like that you can carve out little pockets of time and like, you just have to try anything. I think that's how you figure out what you, yeah, you know, as a, or like sit down and think about like, what gives you life? What would you like to do if you could do anything? I think that's where I started when my kids were, when I was, had more time to myself to figure out like, okay, what do I, that, that's a fun game. I, I think like? a fun game that we started, remember we did this thing where I was like, what would it be? What would it be weird, but kind of interesting if, if I got into, and we started oh, we this conversation because it was like, wouldn't it be funny if you became a bartender or got into hatchet throwing or you know, took up fly fishing or got scuba certified. And, you know, I was thinking about that. And it turns out the joint that we just um, just started going to. So we switched oh. gyms because we went to a gym with a pool so I can swim in the summer because I know that my son um, with the autism piece, there's just not it. Like when it gets too hot out, he gets overwhelmed. And I just know he's not going to run in the summer. So I'm like, oh, we'll just swim. Um, they scuba certify there. Oh yeah, I saw yeah. that. So are you uh, so excited? I really no scuba diving is terrifying. I'm thinking I want to get ahead, have scuba fun. certified. All I'm right, be scuba scuba Reynolds. Uh, yeah. All right. It's gonna be my new YouTube channel where I just <laughs> scuba places. We'll just be scubing. That's yeah. the thing. That's what they call it when they do it. I think the other thing, Heather, is um, so it's kind of like what would be funny or weird if you were into or got like, and there's all kinds of weird stuff when you start looking at places. I'll tell you another place to find out things to do for yourself. Go on Groupon and you will find weird experience. Like they have, do you know, at the, at the Camden Aquarium, they have concerts where they have like a cellist and a violinist and like this small string quartet. But then they come in and they play like only certain, they'll be like 90s rock, Stop. right? That's their jam. They'll Wait, be can like, we go to this? Yes, anybody can go. They'll oh, do like fun. all journey songs one night. But then you're in front of the Birdie aquarium. So it's the enormous aquarium. Yeah. And then they have candles all over. So you look like you're in freaking um, wrapped around your finger video with the police. I what? just dated myself. So yeah. it's like this. But I didn't know until I went on Groupon, right? Or a hotel or um, there's like a, a, a like a authentic Japanese tea garden that I found in Philly that I didn't even know existed. And so there's there are opportunities and there's like these things that you can do that that's one. And then another thing I'll tell you is I heard somebody say on a podcast recently that you like look at where you live and do some of the things that tourists might do when they come to your town. So even if you live like in a small town, you know, and, and, and you're not like in a major city, right? If someone came to town, what are some things that you would take them to do? And so there's tons of stuff in Philly that like I just never do because it's like a total touristy thing. Like I can't tell you the last time I've been to Independence Hall where they signed the Declaration of Independence or uh, I had a buddy just come to town. He really wanted to go see the Liberty Bell. So Rusty and I went to the Liberty Bell and I was like, oh, it's kind of cool, though, man. It was free. I haven't been there since I was in like first or second grade, <laughs> but it was kind of rad. I, I was like, oh, the Liberty Bell. Yeah. Um, and like these double decker buses that go around Philly. I think this summer, that's part of what we're going to do is like, how can we look at where we live? Like we're tourists and do some of the things that tourists would do just because it's fun. And I, it's not about doing any one thing. It's about doing sometimes little things that are, guess what? They're sprinkling magic on your summer and on your life. And they, they, it's like this little, that's a great explanation of like what our summer is going to be like this year. Cause it's a lot of still building what we want to have come out for yep. Rapid Reynolds, but, um, 
the other part needs to be our family attention, but it's sprinkling magic through little trips and yeah. things like that that we're going to do. Yeah. Um, okay. So Zoe is saying in the comments, I can't find it. I'll pop it up there in a second. She's saying, I grow my own, um, or Zoe, I grow my own fruit and veg veggies. So fine. She finds digging, uh, lots of big holes, very calming, but also get super proud of all the veggies I grow. My little yellow tomato last year were my pride. Excellent. Yeah. Oh we gosh. can relate to that one. I know. Man. And you, I'll tell you what, for anyone that grows tomatoes, you have more tomatoes than you could ever eat in your life. I feel like we couldn't even give them away. No, we, we weren't like, I think I was the only one that liked tomatoes really. Oh, I don't like them. I just like growing. I know, which always drove me nuts. <laughs> and I'm like, just get like one variety. You get like tomatoes and beans two. are easy for kids to harvest too. So it was fun. Their little hands can get yeah. them and like collect them all. Make them all that so, gives me good memories. No, yeah. I love, uh, I love gardening. And when we get out of the city, that is something I want to have is like a legit, like some, we're going to be doing some agriculture. That's yeah, what we're going to be. All right. Linda's uh, up next. She's asking, are you, are you reading any interesting books recently? Um, so. Hmm. I've been doing a lot of podcasting lately. Uh, and I have this fascination around my daughter says, I only watch, I only listen to things about either about gardening Jesus or business business or money that's she's like that's all you watch and listen to all the time like you're kind of you're kind of right love i you're you know and horseshoes um <laughs> but uh yeah it's um no i'm thinking of you have a good book that you're about to read yes. shamika daniel's new book yes um Aspire. yeah no not at the top of my head that i'm doing right now there's stuff i have like in my cart that i want to get but like um you've been listening to a lot of podcasts a lot versus of podcasts reading lately. so much because i can do uh, i can run and listen i don't to know podcast. how people actually do that so i tried one day i tried to listen to a, <laughs> i tried to listen to a podcast and grocery shop at the same time and i was like i can't do it i can't like focus on the words and think about my grocery list at the same time i'm like maybe i need to write an actual list so instead you of pause it in my brain. if you need to but That's sometimes there's certain podcast i listen to that it's like i feel like i'm taking a class and i can only listen to it and i take notes there's other ones i just kind of like kind of wash over me i've been real i got real into this dude i'll tell you what this guy is legit um the wall it's a goof it's not it's not necessarily a cool name the wall street trapper right <laughs> he thinks it's cool dude he's <laughs> awesome awesome i mean damn like even if you're not into like money and like i'm i have no history in stocks or anything like that but uh, I'm not particularly good at saving money, but I'm trying to change that. And this dude is someone that I'm like, I'm always kind of listening to stuff too that I could put my students onto. And this has been, I've been sending students a lot of stuff. Him and this other dude, Ash Cash. Um, they are, man, blowing my mind lately. What you got? Oh. Um, Someone in the comments, Kellen said, my wife is a podcast producer for NPR. Shout out to, shout out for Ted Radio Hour. Oh, yeah. I love Ted Radio Hour. Oh, awesome. That's what actually put me on to Tony Robbins years ago. I never listened to him because I always thought he was the infomercial guy and he was on Ted Radio <laughs> He was Hour the infomercial week. guy. Like... And I heard someone else listening to it. He said something. I was walking through a, the staff lounge, actually. Miss um, List was in there listening to it and it put me on to him and that was a big how big awesome. move on my 
That's awesome. Man. Cool job. Yeah. Um, okay. Michael Orlando is asking, uh, is saying that we will embark on summer this come or this coming Friday. Yay. Uh, two full days. Wait, that's not the one I wanted. I'm sorry, Michael. Uh, Yay to you still, well, but it's not. still good job, Michael. <laughs> Enjoy. Go get it. Um, okay. Stone is saying I've been offered a job out of state, but I would prefer to stay in my home state, but it's super competitive. Yep. What should I do? I, I think, um, it is tricky, man. Like I'll say this stone that I worked in New Jersey and I worked one neighborhood over and the convenience factor alone of that, right. Of like, you are, if I forgot something at school, if I had a run, if I wanted to run back over for a basketball game, for a football game, for a student event at night or to chaperone a dance or something, it's just right there. Then I work in Philly and it's like, far enough away and bridge toll every single time I go over that it's expensive. It get it starts, it, it starts adding up. And so that was, it was like, that was enough of a piece that I don't know that if I worked if in the classroom again, that I would want to go out of state. I think I'd want to, just because I feel like I could provide more for my community here. Now I will say when you're starting out, it can be difficult and it can be extremely competitive. Maybe getting some um, expertise, getting some experience under your belt, and then in a few years, seeing what else is out there, seeing if there's somewhere else that you could go. Now, at least you're coming with some with with something. Don't, of course, tell the job that you're going to go to that because who knows? You might end up loving it there. It might be the most perfect fit. I know when I went to West Philly, I wasn't sure that was going to be a forever gig. And then at least initially, I mean, for years, it, I'd say over a decade, it was could not pick. Uh, I wouldn't go, have gone anywhere else for even for the money if someone had, had offered it to me because I just knew that this was my spot. So you just never know what you're going into. So it's it's considering going in because experience is going to be really the thing that helps you get a position later on because then you have real experiences to pull from. Uh, Kellen in the comments said, I currently have an hour commute. I like my school, but it's a pain. Yeah, it's it's hard, man. Yeah, Donovan has an hour commute yep. also. He doesn't seem like, he won't tell you he hates it, but he also doesn't have a very, like, <laughs> you can read his face pretty yeah. clear in that when you ask him. It's, well, he doesn't have an easy commute either because he goes all the way up 295. So it's, it's like, like traffic all the way. Brunswick. It doesn't yeah. clear out oh, for like gosh. a good 30 minutes. Yeah, and he's go. at charter school. So they always have those longer hours and stuff. It's like, yeah. That's yeah, that's it's yeah, he loves a the school, but it's, it's hard, something so. to really consider. Um, and I know a lot of folks have those really long commutes as well. Can you move closer to the job if it's such a great position? I don't know where you got he's a first year teacher, it doesn't say that. Um, oh, you spoke, but I mean, great advice anyway. I just, <laughs> I know, I was feeling it. <laughs> um, but if it's a really competitive position and you would like to be there could you move closer so you're not as far of a commute yeah i don't know what you need to be home for um if that's possible i would look into that yeah because kids and stuff are a tricky thing like to just, yeah, just move kids. kids right is always hard yep uh mr boland is up next asking i'm a middle school teacher and and i have had my students for two years they're eighth graders going into high school is there an appropriate way to allow students to reach out to me if needed um you know, I think one, you kind of want to know what your school's policy is on this. 
some schools are totally fine with it and it's not a big deal. Like where I worked in West Philly, we were allowed to give students rides home. Uh, we were allowed to post pictures on social media with students, but that was all stuff that was like the school thought about ahead of time. There were agreements made with parents, parents signed off. So like, I couldn't just give any kid a ride home, but if a parent agreed and they, there was a waiver done, like it was, it was fine. You were protected under the school's insurance and stuff like that. But um, the, and so I have given any number of students, my phone number over the years, or just let them hit me up somehow to me. Uh, social is probably the easiest way, but I think you want to just make sure that you're allowed to do that. Um, you know, I also taught all boys for so long that that was just less of an issue. It, it wasn't like, you know, there's so much madness that happens. And you just hear in the news way too often where like some teacher was taking advantage of a student and that really the, the part, the hardest or not, I won't say the hardest thing about that. that. It's absolutely not the hardest thing. But one of the byproducts of that is, is now like, it's, we can never do that. And that sucks because sometimes, you know, you want to keep growing with students. If nothing else, um, I would say, Mr. Bowen, like letting students know that your classroom is an open place for in perpetuity. So like when they're out of high school, when they're in the college, when they want to just come back and visit, please, please, please come back and visit me whenever you want. Um, but doing something like that would be fun and, and maybe, yeah. So I don't know. I, I, students have my number. I DM students, Facebook message. Uh, yeah, but didn't you have a rule in, in place at some point? Like it was like, I can't friend you on social media until you're 18. No, I won't follow you oh, until you're 18. It. Um, cause I don't want to see you smoking weed. And then right, I right. got to report you. Right. Um, ignorance is bliss sometimes because you're going to do <laughs> what you're doing anyway. I just don't need to see it. Yeah, facts. You know, twerking at a frat party. That's it's not a good rule. <laughs> so Reynolds, Reynolds value system doesn't go there. Um, I love a few people on here. We're talking about what they do when they listen to Sunday Night Teacher Talk. And Maisha said she meal preps uh, while listening oh. to us. And Heather says that she irons school uniforms. <laughs> Those are two now those are two tasks that i probably could listen to something on and do the task because i do them so frequently it's pretty easy I that's have to actually attention. that's a really interesting like what are you doing when you are <laughs> checking this out like you know i'm feeling a lot of people listen to this when they're on their way to work or like into yeah. commute because there's different definitely like different things i listen to when i'm doing different kinds of stuff so yeah, yeah. so cool well, I think we can end. I don't We're have good. any more questions. Right. Well, look, gang, we will be back uh, the week after July 4th. And I am hoping, I'm praying for, an if you're into praying, we could use it, an incredibly productive next five weeks. Because what we want to drop in July um, is, is a big deal. It's exciting. It's a lot of heavy lifting. It's a lot of getting something completely created. Uh, and it's but, just us. It's literally just you and me, yeah, like in our house. Sense. There's not a whole. Look, I mean, we have a few people for different things, but overall, it's it's just us. We have no full time employees. No, nope. we're just uh, out here doing the thing. So, yeah, it's um, it will be 
exciting and it will be it, it's it's going to help people more than anything yeah we're really like excited everything to... we have coming up is going to be incredibly helpful so if you're not on the on our email list you can sign up on the website um which that'll be exciting you can keep checking there that'll have a whole new redo and and re website's coming new face on there so that'll look fun oh and we got um, the greatest web designer to do our website yeah, i'm really I'm excited super stoked about it um, I love all these things. Someone said that, uh, Zoe said it's 9 45 uh, PM in the UK. So I'm not going to lie. I'm reading in bed, <laughs> in bed reading. Someone else said, uh, I clean my fish tank. I love these. These are hilarious. This is, a, this has to be a post on social. I'm going to post this. What do you do? <laughs> what do you do during Sunday night teacher dog? Yeah. That's funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, so. you guys, everybody have a great end of school year. Yes. Have an incredible summer. I hope it is incredibly in rejuvenative. Uh, and if you need anything, right, like, please reach out to us and let us know. And we'd be happy to try and help in any possible way that we can. Um, we good? Yeah. Be well, everyone. It's a little bit sad. No, um, we'll see you soon. Just feel, just feel like I'm going to miss everybody. So that's it. We'll <laughs> see you. Uh, we'll see you this summer. Peace. Peace.